Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. Before we get into our passage this week, Heritage Bible Church wants to announce to you ladies an upcoming opportunity. Our 2019 Ladies Conference will be held on Friday, September 20th through Saturday, September 21st. This year's theme is Living Wise in a Foolish World. You can find out more and sign up on our website at www.hbc-boise.org. That's www.hbc-boise.org. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we'll be concluding Chapter 1 in the book of Mark, where Jesus encounters a leper. Not only did lepers carry the visible marks of a horrible disease, but according to Old Testament law, it caused them to be essentially shut off from the rest of society. So what did this man have to do to get an audience with Jesus? And what was Jesus' response? Did he rebuke him for breaking Old Testament law and getting too close to the crowd? Well, Pastor Jim will explain the scenario and what we should learn from it this week. Here is today's portion of the sermon entitled, Desperation Meets Compassion. Leprosy is spread between people. Even with modern technology, they're not precise about all the ways it can be spread, but uh, it's thought to occur uh, through a cough or contact with fluid from the nasal passages of the infected person. Uh, Leprosy occurs more commonly in groups of people that live in extreme poverty. You would expect that since it is a bacterial disease and poverty can go hand in hand with lack of sanitation. Now, in case you start itching while we're describing this passage, um, let me assure you it's highly unlikely that you're going to contact leprosy. Yeah, in, um, in 2015, there was about 200,000 known cases of it that year. I read online that as of 2013, 14 countries contained 95% of the globally reported leprosy cases. Uh, India, the greatest number of them, 59%, followed by Brazil, 14%, Indonesia, 8%. And the pockets with the highest prevalence are in Brazil, South Asia, especially India, Nepal, and Bhutan, some parts of Africa, especially Tanzania, Madagascar, Mozambique, and the, the Western Pacific. So you're not in the hot spot, okay? In the last 90 years, since the development of antibiotics, we have cures or treatments for all manner of skin diseases, including Hansen's disease. Uh, There is a multi-drug approach. It's bacterial, so antibiotics will will treat it. And they use a multi-drug approach, kind of an antibiotic cocktail, if you will, mixing things together. But even though the leprosy, the Hansen's disease, can be eradicated, those treatments can't restore the lost nerve function. They can't regenerate the tissue that has been 
disfigured. They can't uh, regenerate tissue that has died. They can't give back the eyesight that has been lost. Uh, God's provision for keeping leprosy from becoming epidemic was to isolate those with the disease, keep away from them. I mentioned that one of the places is Indonesia, the very far east island of Indonesia. Half of it is, um, is Papua or West Papua. The other one is Papua. The other half is Papua New Guinea. Uh, I visited that island, and when I got there, I was welcomed by several hundred um, people. The, um, the missionaries said uh, it will be a wonderful thing, and they will really appreciate you if you'll shake hands when you get there. But if you shake one person's hand, you've got to shake every hand that is extended to you, or it won't be such a wonderful thing. So I started, I shook a hand, I shook a hand, and they lined up. And I kept shaking hands and shaking hands. And the missionary said, and oh, by the way, don't touch anything with that hand until you have been able to wash it very thoroughly because they have many skin diseases there. And I saw some pretty interesting looking things. So it, it, it can be spread, and, and physical contact may be, may be part of it, but also, as I said, from things like uh, a sneeze. So you have to take a public health approach to... <laughs> what perfect timing. Thank you so much. And I should say, God bless you, whoever that was. They might not hear that on the recording, but I think everybody will figure out what just, what just happened. All right, you have to isolate people who have this contagious condition or it could become a, uh, an epidemic. So uh, people with uh, relatively short-term, or w- with people with minor cases might be isolated short-term and then some, as with Hansen's disease, had to follow very strict rules for a long time. What kind of rules? Well, Deuter- I'm not, sorry, not Deuteronomy, Leviticus chapter 13, verses 45 and 46 is the, the summary of the instructions. As for the leper who has the infection, his clothes shall be torn. In other words, he had to wear clothes that were tattered. That was a symbol. And the hair of his head shall be uncovered, and he shall cover his mustache and cry, Unclean! Unclean! In other words, like a warning signal. He had to announce that one who was contagious and ceremonially unclean was on his way. He shall remain unclean, it says, all the days during which he has the infection. He is unclean. He shall live alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. So it was a big deal to have this disease. Now this had to do with ceremonial uncleanness, which meant the person wasn't allowed to participate in the activities of the, the tabernacle or the, or the temple worship. Somebody pointed out to me in their study Bible, right near the page that we're studying in Mark, there is a uh, there is a layout of the of the temple, and it actually includes a leper's chamber. So you can see, even if a leper did come to the temple, there was still a way to isolate the lepers from the general population. The secondary issue was public health. Now it's it's common to hear preaching that says that. Leprosy is intended by God to be a type of sin. 
not a kind of sin, but a type, a a God-intended picture of sin because it causes separation from God's people and from acts of public worship, and it causes degeneration. Now, I'm willing to say that leprosy could be used as a fitting illustration of certain aspects of sin, but there is no warrant from Scripture itself to say that God made leprosy a type or a that he intended it to be some kind of an illustration of something bigger. There's plenty in this text without having to read in some symbolism that isn't there. Now, you may have heard of a collection of writings called the Talmud, T-A-L-M-U-D. It's a collection of rabbinical writings. It includes voluminous commentaries and opinions about the Mosaic Law and, to be honest, some pretty fanciful interpretations that are read into the law as well. But out of their zeal to apply the details of the law, the Talmud says that the closest a leper could come to someone without the disease was six feet. And they said on windy days, the distance was extended to 150 feet. Well, that tells you that they figured it was carried in an, in an airborne Kind of, uh, kind of a way. Now, even if the Talmud goes way beyond what Leviticus and Numbers say about leprosy, you can easily see that the exile of lepers, the social separation of lepers, made that disease particularly grievous. Because not only was there physical suffering, but there was social isolation from everybody except other lepers. That's why even to this day in certain countries you will find the existence of leper colonies, places where lepers can only live with lepers. All right, now that's plenty of background for our text. You're able to see here how a desperate and diseased man came to meet the compassionate Christ. That's what we're going to get at today. So I've called it Desperation Meets Compassion. It's very straightforward. You can outline it this way. Verse 40 is the desperate man. Verse 41 is the compassionate Christ. Verse 42 is the miracle of healing. Verses 43 and 44 is the test of faith. And verse 45 is the tragic failure. And you'll see why when we get there. So we start with the desperate man. Again, verse 40. And a leper came to Jesus, beseeching him and falling on his knees before him and saying, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Now right away, you see how desperate this man was. It looks kind of innocuous. He came to Jesus. But think about that. He was required to make sure his appearance was like a neon flashing sign warning people to stay away from him, He would be recognized as having leprosy. Torn clothes, the uncovered head. He was required to cry out wherever he was near people, unclean, unclean. So here's Jesus, people flocking around him, and a leper came to him. Now, either this guy completely flouted the law of God, and he weaseled his way and sneaked through the crowd to get to Jesus, and then he would have shocked everybody. Or maybe he cried out, 
unclean, unclean, and the crowd parted, and he was the only one that actually got alone close to Jesus. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.